A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Regenerative agriculture. It's something that shows up in headlines quite a little bit, and there's conversations happening all the time about it. But what is it? And why do companies prefer to go that direction? That's what we're talking about today with Jess Newman. She is the Senior Director of Agriculture and Sustainability for the McCain Foods Company. Now, that name may not be something that resonates with you, but I'll tell you what, in Wisconsin, it is uh, quite a partner with a lot of farmers, a lot of food companies. Jess, let's start there. Tell people a little bit about McCain Foods. Absolutely. Well, Pam, first, let me thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. So McCain is the largest manufacturer of frozen appetizers and potato products in the world. Um, we, have, we work globally with over 370,000 potato acres, um, and we're a family company. So we were proudly started on a potato farm in New Brunswick over 60 years ago by two potato farmers, the McCain brothers. The company is still owned by the family today. Um, now, you may not have heard McCain's name in the U.S., so why is that? So we sell our frozen French fries, onion rings, jalapeno poppers, and cheese through three different channels. Um, the first one would be our food service channel. So think any restaurant. So any restaurant you might go into, if you order onion rings, those are probably made by McCain. Um, if you go to a fast food restaurant or a quick service retail channel, um, there's a one in three chance that those French fries are made by McCain. And lastly, we sell through retail, retail channels as well. So think your grocery store frozen aisle. So you can find some McCain products there and ask uh, your local McCain staff or uh, field staff or, or plant team members to understand where you can find those retail products. Um, but that's who we are. Um, and, you know, we were started by farmers. Agriculture is in our DNA. Um, and we're really proud to work in the Wisconsin community. Yeah, and speaking of that, you are a big presence in the Wisconsin community already and getting bigger. We'll talk about the expansion in a moment, but give people a sense about the presence already in Wisconsin, Jess. Absolutely. So McCain is a proud employer in Wisconsin. We have four facilities. We have our Plover Appetite. Um, we have our Plover Fry plant, excuse me, three facilities, Plover Appetizer, Plover Fry, and our Appleton Appetizer plant. Um, so we employ over 1,400 people in the state. You would see coming out of here are basically French fries, of course, from our fry plant, uh, but also breaded cheese nuggets, battered mozzarella sticks, um, onion rings from our rice plant, uh, breaded zucchini sticks, breaded mushrooms. Um, you name it, if we can bread it and fry it, it's coming out of one of these plants in Wisconsin. Um, we're really proud to work in the community here, and when we specifically zone in on agriculture, uh, incredibly proud to source directly from 21 potato growers spread across the state, primarily central in that, centered on that central sands region. Right, right. Now, let's talk about regenerative agri- agriculture. Like I said, it's become a part of a lot of conversations, different forums that are focused in on it, but I think sometimes we grapple with what regenerative agriculture is. What is the McCain definition of regenerative agriculture? Absolutely. No, it seems to be a bit of a vocabulary game, doesn't it? So what's funny about regenerative agriculture is, you know, it's not a a government-mandated standard, right? And so everyone does have a bit of their own definition, but those principles that underlie soil health, investing in soils, and regenerative agriculture seem to be pretty standard, uh, no matter what your exact vocabulary choices are. But the way that McCain defines regenerative agriculture is an ecosystem-based approach to farming that aims to increase farmer resilience by enhancing soil health, and protecting biodiversity to improve yields while reducing dependency on synthetic inputs. 
So the six key principles that we often talk about are armoring soils with living plants, so making sure you've got living, living cover anchoring that soil, minimizing soil disturbance, um, which we know is a tough one for potato and root crops, right? Um, you need tillage to get it out of the ground. Um, enhancing crop and ecosystem diversity, making sure those rotations are phenologically diverse and robust, reducing agrochemical impacts and optimizing water use, Integrating livestock where possible, right? Not possible in all places. Got some good opportunities in Wisconsin. And then ensuring farm resilience, which is the cornerstone of all of this. Any regenerative practice that we're going to, um, you know, endorse or put forward to our grower base has to make economic and agronomic sense. We all need to remain competitive and profitable. You know, a lot of the processes and practices that you just alluded to, Jess, many of our Wisconsin growers have already been doing that. So how do we re-explain to the consuming public those practices that have been in place and how they're connected to regenerative agriculture? So we know our Wisconsin growers are absolutely leading on regenerative agriculture. We recently conducted a baseline survey, and all those principles I was just talking about, 100% of our Wisconsin growers have got coverage on their soil for over 90 days. Um, you know, 90% of our growers in Wisconsin have one in four rotation or more. Um, 44% have considered using livestock, and 81% are already using um, some sort of organic fertilizer, be it manure compost or fixing cover crops. So the way that McCain is thinking about engaging our consumers around this is through launching a regenerative agriculture framework. So really helping to answer the question you just asked, which is, okay, what defines a regenerative potato acre? How do we tell the story of the good work that's already happening? And then partner with our growers on the areas that we're less sure, right? Our growers are totally leading in Wisconsin. But when we look at this framework that we're announcing and putting forward around regenerative agriculture and what those criteria are to meet different levels of achievement for each of those principles, you know, where are growers looking at it and saying, hey, this is the next frontier for me. This is the thing that I want to test. And then we can partner with them. So the way that we're thinking about engaging the consumer is through, through helping to make this definition, this criteria, this framework, really bringing it to life and making it real. What's fun and difficult about potatoes is that we're such a niche crop, right? Um, there is no playbook for what regenerative agriculture means. So we've been proud and excited to be somewhat building that plane while flying it um, with our growers and really wanting their impact and uh, input and feedback. So next week, or actually this week, yeah, Sustainability Week is this week, we're going to be announcing and sharing that regenerative agriculture framework, those criteria for all those principles publicly, because we want grower feedback, we want industry feedback, we want something that this consumer can understand and that the grower can also look at and think, hey, this is a menu approach where I can pick what I want to do on my operation and make progress. Before we get to those uh, practices, and again, if you're just joining us, this is Jess Newman, Senior Director of Agriculture and Sustainability for the McCain Foods Company. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about why. I think that from a grower's standpoint, I'm already doing what I've been doing, why the increased emphasis on regenerative. Jess, is it coming from within or is it coming from some of the food partners that McCain Foods works with? So the emphasis on regenerative is really coming from within McCain. We see climate change or climate variability as an existential threat to the potato industry. When you look at our agriculture teams across the U.S. and Canada who are supporting our potato farmers, at this point in some regions we're planning for a crop failure every year um, and how we manage that. We know that's devastating for the grower bottom line and financials. Um, it's devastating for McCain, and it, that flows all the way through to our customer, right? So this is fundamentally about supply security. Um, that climate risk is not going away. We know it's only going to get worse. Um, and when we think specifically about the Midwest and Wisconsin, 
Um, we know we've seen those those larger precipitation events um, coming at times we weren't quite quite used to, those cool early springs, um, things that are increasingly making it more and more complicated to be a potato grower, right? Um, and so the push toward regenerative is how do we invest in our soils? How do we invest in resilience? How do we support our growers in continuing and accelerating that good work that they're already doing on farm to build that resilience? Again, as you said, uh, kind of celebrating the Regenerative Agriculture Sustainability Week all week in Wisconsin. Explain just some of the new directives, some of the new opportunities that uh, McCain Foods is presenting for growers, for consumers, for food processors, because everybody's got to be involved in this conversation. 100%. So just make sure we all have the background. So last year, McCain announced our commitment that by 2030, 100% of our direct contract acres globally would be implementing regenerative practices. So that's 370,000 acres globally. My team obviously works on the U.S., and Morgan Forbush leads our wonderful team in Wisconsin supporting our growers there. This year, what's different during Sustainability Week is we're announcing that framework, that list of criteria that, that we hope growers will aspire to on all of those different principles of regenerative ag, armoring soils, minimizing disturbance, enhancing crop diversity, etc. So that what's going to happen this week is that that framework is going to be released publicly. We've developed it in coordination with growers, um, with government, uh, with industry, but we want that feedback from everybody now and that engagement. Um, the new opportunities that are going to be coming forward out of this is really partnering with our growers in Wisconsin on, hey, what's the action plan going forward? We've done our baseline survey. We know where growers in Wisconsin are super strong. We know there's also opportunities, though, to build that resilience. And McCain sees our role as being a partner who can help de-risk those practices where, hey, we're not quite sure yet. Um, We're not quite sure on the return to the soil. We're not quite sure on the financial return and ROI. So going forward, our goal is to pilot um, priority practices on-farm with growers, support that financially, build an action plan with our growers in Wisconsin around what's going to come next, where are we going to be doing that research. Um, And then importantly, I can't talk about them now, but we have some really excited financial partnerships that are on the horizon to help growers both finance and directly fund the Regenerative Act transition. So all of that is to come. But again, bottom line is that we need to be working in partnership um, with our Wisconsin growers, with the WPVGA. Oh, I think I butchered that one. Um, But exactly, we need to be working um, in partnership together as we advance the plan. And McCain Foods has made a financial commitment to Wisconsin. It's not like you're asking growers to do this and not uh, uh, keeping skin in the game as far as presence. Explain the new building opportunities that McCain is investing in. Yeah, so on June 1st, So last week, we broke ground on the expansion of our processing plant in Plover, Wisconsin. This is our appetizer plant. We're really proud of this. It's going to create 110 new jobs. It's a $169 million investment. We are all in on Wisconsin. We've loved being a partner in this community, and we're growing. So we're going to add an additional production line to our facility at our Plover appetizer plant. It's primarily going to make cheese-based appetizers. It's going to run 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So the types of products that would come off that line would be breaded cheese nuggets, battered mozzarella cheese sticks, uh, breaded Wisconsin cheese curds, of course. And you could see all of those products sold to our food service and quick serve retail customers under the Anchor, Brew City, or Golden Crisp brands. Our Pulver Appetizer plant currently employs around 330, um, so a very significant expansion for them. And that that new facility is going to be around 135,000 square feet. 
So this shows McCain's commitment to our community in Plover, um, our investment in the community in Plover. Um, and obviously, there'll be some, some positive flow through to our, our dairy partners in the state as well. Now, what do we, how can we examine some of these uh, regenerative agriculture goals, just get a little bit better handle on the whole game plan that McCann is proposing for not only growers, but everyone in this food chain uh, to try to do a better job with what we've got? Is there resources available people can re- review? Absolutely. So our growers already have the regenerative agriculture framework in their hands. Of course, they got a sneak peek. Um, we're going to be announcing the framework, so our goals and then that kind of measurement criteria framework publicly um, on Wednesday, um, on the 8th. And so that'll be online if you simply Google McCain Regenerative Agricultural Criteria. I'll also make sure you have a copy, Pam, so any websites um, that, that you, you're able to put that up on, you're welcome to share. But like I said, it's out there. We have nothing to hide. Um, we are 100% invested in telling the story to consumers about how potatoes are part of the solution to climate change. And we think we believe and know that defining what a regenerative potato acre means is step one. Um, so eager for any feedback that you, your listeners, um, our growers in Wisconsin have on that. And that can all come through through me or through through the team we have there on the ground. Excellent. Again, folks, if you've never thought about what regenerative agriculture can mean to you, uh, it may be a consumer choice you make. It may be grower choices that are made in the fields. Uh, now a whole menu's worth of opportunities for our Wisconsin potato growers, as well as those folks that are involved in our food processing industry. Jess Newman along with us. She's the Senior Director of Agriculture and Sustainability for the McCain Foods Group. And we will be posting all that information at MidwestFarmReport.com. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.